Hey, what's up, guys? This is John. We're sitting on a deck in Norman Wells, Northwest Territories. It's 9.30 p.m. It's going to get dark in about four or five, six more hours or something. I've got Nate French, uh, legendary. <laughs> We're having a good time. Legendary guide. Uh, anyway, he's guided a lot. We'll talk about that. Ben's here. We just finished his doll hunt. We talked to you guys on the way to his Rocky hunt with Clint, uh, kind of the new media video guy we met. Um, and the rock hunt was great. So we're just sitting out here. We're like, Hey, let's do a podcast. We don't, we didn't write anything down. Didn't do agenda. We're just going to let her buck. So here we are. Anyway, Nate, thanks again. Good to see you again. Yeah. I hunted with him last year. Uh, we were going to do a podcast a few different times and I don't know. Life happens. So you had a lot going on when we finished our last hunt. Yeah. So (laughs) anyway, here we are. Uh, Ben. Congratulations, pretty good week. Yeah, thanks. This was a killer week. Um, Put your mic a little bit closer. Okay. Um, there you go. Yeah, this has been a wild run. We got uh, Tuesday to Tuesday. It was a very full schedule. So. Yeah. We yeah we talked to you guys, what was that, Sunday? I think it's Sunday. We did the last one on the way to the Rocky Hunt. And we kind of had a bunch of what ifs, and we'll talk to you guys in a bit. And Yeah, I catch everybody up on the Rocky Hunt. So <laughs> it was out. incredible. So you guys probably know we drew the rocky tag uh in the raffle or uh, drawing it sounds easy it wasn't it wasn't easy but anyway we we battled for it got the got the raffle tag yep um we had down on sunday got to hell's canyon met up with sheet mountain outfitters and um trying to think we got down got down there on the on the group of rams yeah monday we season open tuesday it was the first of august was the opener and Monday got up and start glassing. Went down to where they had seen them. They lost them that night before. Had seen them that morning. We couldn't find them till. I mean, we had you, you me, uh, Clint was there. Brandon, Matt, uh, Matt Allen. You guys know him. Um, and then the Sheep Mountain guys. And we didn't find them till we found them one o'clock. Yeah, mid midday they popped up. Um, and then we tried to put them to bed the night before, and they kind of. Slipped away down underneath us. We knew they were there. Just it was could, a big, could, big base. We couldn't see them. In the morning, but luckily, so. they were on the upper what? Probably the upper eighth of Hell's Canyon. Yeah. On the top, we got really lucky because Hell's Canyon is eight thousand feet to the bottom, and we were on the top, and so were they. Yep. And so it was a quick hunt, all things considered. For I guess the significance of the tag, the whole deal. Uh, but we, you know been higher sheet mountain i knew calvin for years calvin holidays worked with them for a long time and then met dan at the uh sheep show dan scott those guys are partners in calvin and uh they've been watching this ram for quite a while um yeah just incredible group of guys uh it was a lot of fun to get to know them and work with them total pros it was it was really really cool we'll be friends with those guys for a long time yeah just fyi you guys hear some wind noise and we decided to sit outside because it's too nice out here to go inside but so you have to deal with it <laughs> it's not a big deal but um yeah so uh i mean it was quick we had i don't even know how to start we had you would book the cancellation came, hunt came up in northwest territories nate um you what happened there just what happens with cancellation hunts a lot of these guys listening just so you know with a lot more shooting background a little less hunting background so this is a pretty like an extreme hunt a lot of white tail hunters a lot of just you know normal do diy guys that are hunting at home so What's a cancellation hunt? How'd that come about? Stuff like that. Yeah, generally, um, 
these hunts up north here are booked out probably two, some two and a half, three years out. Um, Obviously, life happens, and some guys, you know, they have two or three deposits in already, can't make it. Usually, outfitters are really good at working with that client, Mm -hmm. and they'll try and bump them a year. And it's up to the outfit to decide if he wants to just leave that spot open or take an extra hunter. Um, So... Mm Usually there's a long list of guys there, but um, just being in industry so long, I've just kind of made good relationships and reputation to be able to bring my own clients. So yep. I kind of get the inside scoop on those hunts and yep. Yep. get to bring up some great guys like you guys. So yeah, that was fun. So you called Ben and let him know. And uh, I mean, that's how I came up last year. And another one I opened up for a buddy this fall. So th- they do come about. Um, and so you guys, Ben jumped on that before the raffle happened. And so because of that, back to the Rocky tag, we go, oh, what we're supposed to be here on the, on the second, on the second, which is getting to normal wells, getting home's not terrible. Getting up here is always a nightmare. It's, Van- it's customs in Vancouver is a pain. Yep. It seems like I over always get, I always sleep on the floor in Yellowknife airport. Um, whether you're through Edmonton or Yellowknife and Yellowknife to Norman Wells, then from Norman Wells, the take a float plane out to camp, and then from camp, it's choppers out. It just takes days. Anyway, so openers on the first, we're supposed to be in Norman Wells on the second at noon, so good luck. Yeah, so we booked things a little bit snug, but, you know, a guy likes that challenge. Um, so I think it was kind of fun doing it like that. I don't know how fun it was for uh, for Dan Blankenship. Um, the sheet mountain guy. <laughs> yeah. A little stress you know, on, a little pressure. Like one day, we got one day to do this. So backing up a little bit. In reality, if it didn't happen, we we either stretch it out and postpone territories, or we we there was time to hunt after this. So it it wasn't like we were putting it all in one day, but it, it did feel like that a little bit. Stuck. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened is we had we had put in for the raffle, and the raffle drew in two days, and that's when I got the call from Nate about cancellation. And I thought, well, it's going to be snug on time, but let's say we don't get the raffle at least we've got a sheep hunt a really good sheep hunt to look forward to and to go do instead of being home and depressed about not getting the rocky tag that we needed to finish the 29 so we ended up getting drawn and the cancellation with a day in between yeah so going back to the rocky i guess we should kind of we should kind of i know we're bouncing all over so opening morning we put we tried to put the 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 rockies to bed we knew that they were kind of under us but we couldn't see them and um, we get out there opening morning early, and they're just they're right, right there. They're, they're right, bedded, right, right there, bedded, bedded in the open. It perfect. What? So we fifteen, seventeen, two thousand yards, a couple fourteen hundred, fourteen hundred yep. down the yeah down the hill, thousand. I wasn't even that far down. Maybe a thousand feet. Yeah, it wasn't maybe not even that far. Seven, eight hundred feet down this canyon. So we crawled down there with our whole group. Actually, we were talking <laughs> about kind of we had a game plan of maybe leaving you know a few guys back to film from a ways out, but it worked out to where we got everybody right down with me on the rock yeah we had a crew it was fun we had a crew. Eight guys i think we had eight guys down there we closed the gap down to 566 yards yep. and he was bedded forever it felt like forever until yesterday <laughs> um anyway so long story short he finally stands up gives us a good look good angle let it rip with uh one of yep. the mountain forge 300 norma and yeah just sank him. I, I wanted to go high shoulder, which is kind of funny. I was, I, I told John I'm going to go high shoulder, and he he dialed it into the gun, and I held high anyway. We, we I was just on my round for you guys. I was on my round up. I was round up around down on dope. 
I rounded up and I said, I w- and we're whispering because we're like, it's go time. So I'm like, hey, just dead center mass, knowing the bolt was going to go up a little high. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got it, got it. And then boom, and the dumps in the tracks. And we're like, whew, that was, Cal was like, dude, that was high. And he's, Ben's like, man, I just moved it right to high shoulder. I knew I was going to drill it right there. I was like, yeah, you, it was perfect plus the roundup that I did. So oh, it was fine. I mean, the Rockies are big and he just folded in his tracks, but it was, it was, we laughed about it. Yeah, we just so hammered him. Um, what was the pressure like? It was weird. That was, I mean, it's the 29th animal slam ram, and a, I mean, we it's, we don't have a, we don't have you know it's 60 days to drive, but he's like a, a mid 90s ram, 190. It's an yeah. absolute giant of a bighorn, and so laying there, there's eight guys. I mean, to me, when there's more guys watching, and then when those stakes, everything just feels like it's oh, yeah. magnified. What do you was it different? I mean, you're pretty calm under it with all that, but it was there was yeah, a little pressure it, there. I I don't really get very rattled. Every now and then, I'll I'll be on something I get a little bit shook up on, but typically not. Out of all the 29 animals, that was there was some pressure on that one. Just the magnitude of the tag. It's, it's one of the top tags in the U.S. right now um, in the sheep world, just because Oregon's putting out such good rams. Yeah. But um, yeah, eight guys with us. I knew two or three of them. Yeah, Guys are just been, killers, like just yeah, guys and shooters and everybody. Planet. Yeah, it's fun. So yeah, a little bit of extra pressure. Um, 566 yards usually is not a big deal, but yeah, it felt closer to 900 when, when I, everything I, I think up. I had him on. I set the gun up on 18. Kind of, it was kind of tricky to find. The sun was kind of coming up in our face, and we were working down this ridge and found a good spot. Set the gun up, and I had it on 18 power, and we're laying there and. Work on the wind and sitting there and it was just kind of this canyon little canyon wind not bad and um Ben's like has it got more power and I was like yeah we'll crank her up so I cranked her up 25 he goes that's better he goes it still feels like it's 900 yards away because it did too I mean it was it's a very big bodies but I could feel the, I was man I could feel the pressure I was shockingly I was surprised how relieved I was after that thing folded up yeah it did feel huge, like a lot of pressure so huge relief so um, we let that thing rip at 566 high shouldered it totally buckled in its tracks bounced mm-hmm. down the hill a little ways did not not falling just just rolled but yep. cool shot dramatic got it all on video um hiked down there and hiking up to that thing he grew huge he grew the body's giant the we had two rams grow that's rare we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll get to that in a minute or i want to do a podcast with nate but with the, i started i was like oh we gotta, we gotta catch him off on the rocky right. too so we got we got time. Our flight's not till the morning. So green score. We put a tape on that thing when we're done. Green score with the cape on. We measured out steel tape. We got to one ninety six and seven eighths. Yeah. So obviously it'll come down a little bit once it goes through the sixty day drying period. But that is top what three five number three to number five in it's Oregon big. right now. Um, number five is a is a solid one ninety five ram. So we're hopeful that it jumps into that slot but it's gonna be close that's big it was fun um good crew couple guys brandon hamilton came down he's a guy we hunted with last year and then matt was there we pulled in you know we, we haven't done that that much have other guys jump in like that and so no that's pretty rare it was that we kind have of, other buddies it's always just john and i and the guides um it was kind of fun but that was really fun to have those guys join in got to know clint a little bit more that was great solid dude but, yeah, he uh, did a good job. We and I'll post that. You guys will hear this after we do the one. When I get back, we'll post the one with Clint on the way over there, so you guys will know who we're talking about a little bit. But I think he did a pretty good job. I, he seems like he knows the stuff. I'm really excited to see his see his video. He packed a big old camera down there and got the shot on slow mo. And um, it'll be fun to see what he see what he comes up with. Can um, we post that video on this? The slow. I don't have it. Any, any no, but when we get it from him, can we post that and have that on? So these guys can see that. They'll see. Yeah, they'll see. I'll, okay. put, I'll it'll link up with social and Instagram and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll, it'd be fun for people to check that out for sure. I don't know. I'm. It'll be a little bit. Anyway, so 
I, we, I mean, we could talk about it. Was, it was just a quick hunt. Pictures, hike out was good, had a crew. So it was, you know, it was getting hot, drank a lot of water. I guess we could talk. So God, I don't want to spend too much time. But anyway, so Ben had the raffle tag, Sheep Mountain also. The governor tag had hired. There's, there's, I'm not going to go into details. Governor tag had also hired Sheep Mountain, and the two biggest rams in the state were there. So we were shared camp with this guy, really neat guy. We didn't really know much about him. He's kind of a more of a private guy, a very... I, he's a billionaire guy. Yeah, really successful um, guy, hunter of the world. Really, really nice older guy, and he and he killed a great ram. By the time he hadn't, they hadn't found theirs this morning. It was a couple miles down the canyon. By the time we packed back to camp, he had just shot his ram, and it fell down a long, long ways down the canyon. And so Matt and I and some guys um, headed back down to help pack his out, and then Ben and Brandon went down to work on travel and getting lined out for the next day. So. We ran down that canyon and we're able to get our hands on two like that ram was another '90s ram, just two giant rams. One, it was it was surreal. It was fun. Big. It was a tough pack out. We almost lost Matt, but um, he recovered. He, he was. I he, checked. He took a pretty big. He was taking a big load out. So they were sharing the the hide in the cape. So I just had hunter's gun and some meat and stuff. So we split it up pretty good, except for the hide in the head was pretty heavy. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was just a crazy day. Anyway, flash forward, one in the morning, well, yeah, crash out, and got then, a few hours of sleep. And we had, were extremely hopeful that we got it done on morning one or day one because I'd booked a flight. Uh, we couldn't do commercial because there was just no way to get from there to here with the time frame. So we ended up yeah. going, booking a charter flight, and uh, they picked us up in Joseph, Oregon, which is an hour and a half from where we hunted. They were there at 4.45 a.m. the next day, and they got us up here, just John and I on the plane. It was, kind of, it was pretty funny. It was awesome. <laughs> just landed in Norman Wells, just flew straight up, cleared us, you know, cleared us in customs in the air, and just landed right here. Got and, here uh, about 10 minutes after the commercial flight from Yellowknife, and then we got our, we got, we just gr- grabbed our guns and walked out of the plane to the bus. We beat them off the bu- to the bus. Yeah, the commercial, <laughs> the commercial flight that was catching our same, uh, what's that, an otter? Otter on floats. Yep. The twin otter, and uh, yeah, Isn't we it? literally got off the what plane next to him. It's a twin otter, right? which one? The one we took. That, that's a twin otter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What, yeah. Going out to camp. Yeah. Anyway, we had a deadline at I don't know what it was, twelve noon, and we and we hit it just right on. So here we are. So Nate, you have an accent. I am I'm from England. From England. It was, a long, it was a long boat ride to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and so you you came over younger with your parents. Yeah, it was twenty years ago. I was, I was just turning eleven when I came. Okay. Yeah. Not a ton of hunting in England. I've, I've asked Nate, question, yeah. Nate questions. Didn't but, know what it was. No. And so you end up being neighbors to a taxidermist. Yeah. And that's, a killer. Yeah, an absolute legend killer. Okay. Um, and that's in in BC. Yeah, Vernon, BC, the Okanagan Valley. Okay. And just fell in love with just wildlife and then got my hunting license started hunting killed some moose and deer and then he's a big mountain hunter got into the mountain hunt when i was a young teen and then he was like hey you should apply to be a wrangler up in the yukon because he used to guide years okay. ago okay did a wrangling season fell in love with the yukon and explain what wrangling is to so assistant to the guide so basically you're going to be dealing heavily more with the horses um and just helping the guide with mm-hmm duties in camp and then going along and learning to become a guide yeah because you got to be able to i mean it's very important to age rams size rams. i mean there's a million things but you legally you can't become a guide without being a wrangler first right or does uh, that depend on dependent on a lot of things okay um you could okay. um yeah but no it's definitely a smart thing to that's kind of the path a lot of people take and i was 17 right okay. so okay. i was young 
but yeah, fell in love with Yukon, and here I am, 14 years later, still doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not a traditional guide, like, well. I started as a traditional guide. But now you you kind of, what would you call yourself? A freelance. Free, freelance. Yeah. Okay. So you, since 2015, I would say I've been full time. It's my it was my career pre COVID. Um, mm-hmm. I guided for nine to ten months a year, just sheep straight mm-hmm. July to basically end of March. Yeah, so up north, season. July, August, and yeah. September. Well, then you you can hunt bighorns. Yeah, I followed the season. So start July fifteenth, territories moving to Northern BC for stones. Um, I wouldn't catch the first stone hunt, but mm-hmm. usually I'd catch a second, and then do a couple stones, and then uh, BC bighorns in the Coonies, Southern BC. Yep for September 10th then I'd usually come back up and do stone sheep like a later stone then I'd go back down do probably a late bighorn like October 10th to the 25th <laughs> and then I'd go to Alberta and do archery bighorns then I'd go to Mexico till Christmas then come home then go back to Mexico in January till end of March okay hunting desert sheep down there desert obviously sheep, yeah and a little bit of deer maybe yeah coos and mule deer yeah. yep, yep. yep so you've been on do you know how many sheep? I don't know my number. Probably over. It's more than oh, one and less than. It's more than a hundred. <laughs> less than less than many. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He's been on a lot of sheep hunts. <laughs> I've been I've been around a lot of guys. I've been around a lot of really good guys. And Nate Nate's fun. He he's he's uh, there's it's low key and I really to me from my experience his strengths come out. When you see sheep, he I, he's very good at aging and be very accurate. He's not going to say. Oh my gosh, that's a giant ram! Shoot that! He's like he'll he'll talk through it. He'll he's very good at field judging sheep, and so it's really fun to watch him. How he looks, I enjoy that. How how guides look at sheep and age sheep and score sheep and on the hoof. I mean, it's a, it's an art and it's a talent, and I think Nate's Nate's really really good at that. So it's fun watching him break down sheep. Um, we saw a lot of young rams on this trip, so we didn't see a lot of that until we ended up finding the shooter ram, which was big, and and it was fun watching him break that down and and nailing like you know. Guides can put. We're, we're, well, we'll talk about shot. It was, it was a far. It was a, it was a poke, and you know he's nailing the sheep within half an inch. Uh, yeah. yeah, half an half inch half on inch. length and an inch on total score, more or less. I mean, you're right there on the number. If you're going to go gross or net, depending on what you do with deductions and stuff, yeah. but he just nails those numbers. So, which it maybe doesn't sound. It's it's tough. Sheep are harder. I mean, it's, I think it's a lot easier to score deer and stuff than it is. To, to nail sheep and stuff like that so anyway that that's fun um and just being fun to it's fun no drama some guys get um i don't know rammy rammy <laughs> yeah, kind of wound up is that the word wound up stressed so, out distracted so, tired cranky yeah. this is is this the first time i hunted with nate last year and you didn't come up i came up solo with yeah. ty so this is the first, hun- first time yeah first real hunt i've known nate for years but first we've time. known each other for, yeah yeah for a we've long, been long talking time. for a long time yeah. Yeah. we had pre-covid yeah we had yeah. all booked Yep. And then everything got shut down, yep. so we had to we had to can that trip. But that was supposed yep. to be our first hunt. Yep. yep. And then, um, I mean, kind of like Cal, like talking to Cal for years about the Rocky tag yep. you just did. So, the, you, it's a really small world. Um, some of this hunting stuff. So it's fun to you, you meet guys at shows and stuff. Yeah, I met you with Kafaru forever ago yeah, at the booth. Ago. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyway, it's been we had a really good time, and you're gonna run home. So he's out with us right now because he's got to run home for a few days, and he's coming back up in ten days to keep guiding. So. Yeah. Uh, so he's got some some things to tie up, but um, I don't, you want to talk through this hunt? You want? Yeah, we got to give people a rundown on what we just did. Um, so we came up here. Well, John came up last year. Really quick hunt. I mean, it, it, it wasn't planned to be quick. It was supposed to be just a normal six to eight day trip, ten day trip. 
they ended up finding a really big one on day what? Day, day one, two. day two? Day two. Been day Morning two. to day two, yeah. So it was just, it was too good. You're not going to pass that up. It was a 40 inch. It was bigger. You know, just, yeah. just a killer. How old was that Ram? 10. 10. So yeah. you just, you don't pass that up at all. So he texts me. I was at home. He texts me. He's like, hey, he's like, we got it. We're done. I was like, oh, wow, that was fast. They had hoped to go explore the, yeah, what do they call it, the back end of the well, of, We were just of working up this. We, we had seen some sheep and we're like, hey, let's go. You hadn't been up there. Not in the back. In no. the back. And so no. we were going to hike up this big drainage and anyway, work our way back up in his areas. It was a, that would have been a fun climb, that canyon. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, working back up into there and just check it out. And before we even got there, we just up the side drainage, this, this, we saw this big ram. So it was quick. I like kind of hiking and grinding. You want to, the idea would be to, I'm pretty close to this line. Work, 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 yep. get a big ram. So the goal, yeah, um, the goal was we kind of wanted to pick up where where Nate and John had picked off, you know, picked uh, left, left off, off last yeah. year. We want to pick right up there. Um, so we did. We actually got the outfitter to drop us right in, in, in that same area. And we in kind the of back. went in the back. Yeah, well, they wanted to go to the back. This time we started in the back and worked our way out. Um, so we covered... I don't know. I'm, a, I'm actually, as you guys are talking, I'm sat on Google Earth trying to map it out. Okay. You did a ballpark of yeah. miles. Yeah. So it was a lot. It, 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 it was a haul. It, it was, was definitely a, a haul. Yeah. Um, it was fun. I trained for 60 days almost straight before I came up here for this trip, and I'm glad I did every minute of that because yep. yep. it, it definitely helped. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. We got. I was real worried about smoke. There's been some fires out here. Um, but we, got, we had a couple smoky days. Turned out really good. It cleared up and just gorgeous. gorgeous. I just... I, people ask, like, what's your favorite hunt? And I always mention up here because of the train. And that was like, to me, that was iconic Northwest Territories, those high grassy peaks. I don't know. Is that some of your favorite type of that's, stuff to hunt? I mean, it's just. Yeah, that's for like. It's just like stereotypical yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, scenery wise, that's probably one of the better areas you can see in that area. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just absolutely amazing. There's just big mountains, but the green runs up and it's just short. Per, it's, like a, it's like a golf course on a mountain or something. It's hard to explain. Um, Saw a pile of caribou. We, saw, we didn't see much for rams. A couple, some young rams, a lot of ewes and lambs, grizzly bears. You know, just a bunch of just a bunch of stuff, but just not any mature rams. So we we poked around. I don't know. I mean, we did a lot of glass in those first three days. Three days we before we moved move. areas. I mean, just hiking and glassing all day. I, you know, ten twelve hours of just hike, watch a basin, check the, way, one, check the next one, check the next one, check the next one. And it was nice because more or less you could run ridges out there. We only would have to do what like five hundred foot drop and a five hundred foot climb into the next basin. And then the next one was seven hundred feet, and you just so you're down seven, up seven, down five, up five. So you're you're kind of dropping and climbing, but it's the perfect amount where you you know climb five seven hundred feet and right when you're getting pretty smoked you're at the top and you're energized again so it was it was it was definitely a lot of hiking but um it wasn't demoralizing hiking no. like a couple of the days yeah. um so uh but yeah just just not seeing the just not seeing the rams which was every base i we crawl over and look and i just was so confident that we were going to see a ramp. So it was fun having that hope, but it just didn't. Yeah, every, was, everyone, you, you, what you got, you got just straight, straight line. So we got to add probably 10%, maybe 50. Okay. Yeah. But it was 32 miles straight line, like making straight lines. Wow. Okay. So it just in that back four days. Uh, yeah. Like, until well, we moved was, out to the front. What was yesterday? was a, sh- we only well, did, that's not adding yesterday. But. Yeah. Yesterday we only did, I think we did, what did we say? Seven six, or eight miles, six, six, six or seven, half, seven, seven yeah. Yeah. six and a half, seven. And it felt like a, I, I was like, felt like a walk to the mailbox. It was yeah. just, and that was with carrying sheep out. So, yeah. um, um, I don't know what, 
I felt like we covered. It's hard to say you covered an area because there's so many places of sheep hide, but we got a pretty good look at that. Yeah, and it's it's a strategy of how a guy can hunt sheep country is, and I would say we hunted it quite strategically with mm-hmm. where our campsites were. Yep. So we were in an area that is dry for water unless you're in the valley bottom. Mm-hmm. So we were always having 12 to 16 liters on us, yep. which is heavy. Yeah, what's um, the six liter, carry those six liter bags in there? 12, what's two, two, 14, 12 pounds a bag or 14 so pounds? Just two pounds a liter. Okay, so yeah. 12 pounds. Plus your now jeans and yep. all of that, right? Yep. So we always had camp on top, and on top you could see forever right so yeah um, a long ways especially when the smoke was good you can see yeah see a lot of stuff. yeah like every little valley and little basin we we were trying to cover it that's yep. for sure yep. so yeah. we covered some gear just covered some uh we covered some ground and just couldn't turn up to h class we saw a couple good rams the last couple last morning or evening i can't remember yeah, what last, it was last morning we saw that one over that edge but he was just not quite old enough and definitely kind of he was real short on one side and real long on the other. Yeah, it was, was really uneven. Broken back on one side. Uh, yeah. 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 So um, I don't even know where to go with all this. Um, we ended up moving, and by moving in the territories, you it's one of the, it's really unique hunting the territories also because you're able to use choppers. Yeah. Which um, which people need to understand that a lot of there's a misconception with a helicopter that they think it's going to really help assist their hunt. Yep. Um, what it does is really help you manage your hunting area. Yep. But you're dropped off in a valley bottom, and you're you're you're, you're hiking. You're hiking. Yeah, some some people do it different, but I like we were hunting with McKenzie Mountain Outfitters. We didn't talk about that. Um, Stan Stevens, yeah. Stevens and Helen, Stan and Helen Stevens have owned this area for forty six, forty seven, yeah. forty seven years. So by far the longest uh, running outfit up here in the territories. And um, he he likes it old school. He doesn't fly around much and uh, doesn't really scout. <laughs> drops you off and say, hey, "Good luck, boys." And so so it's kind of fun. Um, it's neat because you can pick up in tighter areas, right? You can. Yep. We got we'll hike up to a ridge top and you find a you know kind of find a flat top and yep. he can he can pick you up there. You don't have to have a strip for a, for a cub or something. Yep. Um, but um, anyway, so day four or five we picked up. And went back to camp. Ben actually had a important work call, some urgent thing. He had to do that, and we were running out of food anyway. So yeah. we restocked, and then we moved areas, and um, and and got onto ramps pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I don't. I. Well, you. Yeah, that just. Yeah, we. His stand just moved us, and um, yeah, just put us on a whole different area, so completely different looking landscape. And um, he, he's, he's seen a band of rams up this drainage, and, and so he's like, hey. Just go, go see if they're there. Go yeah. see if they're there. Yep. So we hiked up there, got eyes on them, um, kind of came up with a plan. It took a little longer. We, we thought we were going to get it you know, get right in there early and all that, but it took a lot more hours and a lot further up. But, uh, yeah, John and I and Nate were kind of spread out left to right as we went up. Nate comes running out. It's like, right here, right here, right here. But uh, yeah, we located them at 770 yards, and uh, what a band at nine, eight, eight, eight rams. Yep. And uh, uh, yeah, and a, a, a random you and a lamb were with them, which was kind of weird. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> we I don't got know why <laughs> they were lost. <laughs> couple couple good ones in that group, and um, Nate was kind of just sizing them all up and, and uh, picked out the better. And there was a couple that were like potentially really really good so some younger rams but we, good rams we were age classing first of all but yeah. like yeah. we definitely Nate's shot. like I don't care what the biggest ram is we're shooting the oldest ram and he's like are you good with that Ben he's like yeah you just pick one yeah. I figured how let's go so but it was cool to see you do that to where you're just like hey let's let's take a minute like let's let's see what we're looking at here for age but yeah we picked out 
you know, I think probably the the best you think out of there. Yeah, oh, yeah, hands down. Hands down. Yeah. But the other two were, yeah. I mean, the other they're two were good. They're Hollywood. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. If you leave them, yeah. if you let them, if you let them grow, they're gonna be really. really they're nice. little fancy, little fancy rams, but yeah. they're a little younger, a couple years. So yeah, anyway, so. yeah. So we crawled up. I mean, long story short, we crawled up, got yeah, the gun set, set up, and they were starting to bed. Yep. So they all laid down about the time we saw them, and the one that we wanted was angled just wrong. And so we sat there on glass. I'm looking through the rifle scope. It's all dialed and set up. John's up to my left. And they're just laying there and laying there yeah, and laying four there. four of them you could have shot in their bed easy, but his was like kind of looking, away, quartering away hard and a weird angle. Like, no, we're going to wait. Um, yeah. So we just, we literally sat there and you couldn't tell if it was 10 minutes or an hour. Turns out it was, what, an hour and a half? Yeah. Was it that long? It was. Yeah. We sat there. We, la- we laid there for an hour and a half looking through. I'm looking through the scope, just waiting, waiting, waiting. Um, the wind All I was, knew is I wish I would have taken a piss before I crawled up <laughs> and laid down to yeah. shoot those rams. I was like, man, I'm going to crawl back. <laughs> He's like, as soon as you move, it's going to stand up. I was like, you're right. I'll stay here. <laughs> so finally, I mean, John's checking the wind. I mean, we're laying there for so long. He's, he's taking different weather conditions and all that. Cause well, the sun, it, it's been really hot. It's, it was really hot. And so obviously thermals, right, guys? In the morning, they're coming down. In the sun, in the, in the afternoon, it starts to, so as soon as the sun's up, comes up and starts to warm the canyon it starts to just go up and so the sun had hit us and was starting to warm and i was it was just starting i was like man i hope this thing stands up because i could see it in the next 30 40 minutes it was going to start i think it was it was starting to heat up because it was we had a pretty good down and it had stopped um anyway so, so yeah a couple over that hour and a half there's a, a couple little micro adjustments that john was playing with reach over and click the turret yep but um anyway they finally stood up or he i guess he was the only one that stood up the shooter stood up and, uh, oh, no, no, no. The, the ones all around it all stood up first. Yeah. And he just kept, kept sitting there. Yeah, like, so what the ram above him stands up. They'll stand up and rebed just ow. like deer will. So he stands up. They'll kick out a new bed, lay back down. One of them, one ram did it twice. And then a couple other rams stood up and rebed. So we're just waiting for that one to stand up and rebed. And finally he. He stands up, scratches around, and I think everything, camera's rolling, everything. And yep. just let it rip. 770. And just absolutely hammered it. Smoked it. It died in six and a half seconds. Six and a half yeah. seconds. We made it back. It didn't hit any bone. He just, it just, um, it just hit him, and he just looks up the hill and rolls. I was like, man, that seemed like it was like three seconds, and so we we timed it on the video. It was like six and a half. Yeah, so it was, it was perfect. That's my second. It was one of the second, long, second longer shots. Longest kills. I think to me it was one of the best. It was to me it's my favorite by far. But yeah. just, um, just had to work for, it. and just knowing that if you screwed it up you're probably not getting much of a second shot at that distance if they if they're no, running and, and that's what i love about these hunts is like it wasn't i mean it wasn't a you know 20 day grind or something but it was six days and i feel like we, we it was fun we put in some miles we sweated it was fun covered some ground and it felt like a hunt it felt like we worked pretty good and then at that point that was you know that that was the band and that, that was the band of rams in that area if we blow those out and it's it's rough it's, it's gonna be i don't know i mean you we would find them again it might take i don't know how long would yeah in that, knows. in that in that rough country that i could take a day or two for sure it took a while so you just you know you're adding on a lot of work and it's just a bunch of, it's just that pressure it felt to me that felt like your cool it's cool yeah. shot to me your carib- yeah, caribou you shot a bomb at a caribou in 15 that was a perfect shot which was closer to a thousand but 
to me, this one felt, this was my number one of yeah, your shots so in, in, in my yeah. head. It was just, it was perfect. Nate's like laying there. I was totally confident. Oh, I was just, I was having a picnic back there. <laughs> He's back there running the, running this. We got the all in that phone scope, whatever. Everyone calls it the phone scope, but it's that new all in system. He's just back there watching the phone on the, you know, on the swatter and just eating snacks. I could hear you wrinkling wrappers and stuff like, God, I want a snack. <laughs> So I had full confidence. There was no worries. It was good. So yeah, smoked it. Hiked over there. Took a mountain of pictures and um, packed her down a couple miles down the canyon to camp. And a couple days later, here we are flying home. So yeah, it was, it was cool. great. But yeah, so I want to talk. Um, uh, uh, who? No, okay. I don't think so. Uh, sorry, I would just did a little question. The, yeah. Anyway, um, so. As far as sheep, I don't even know where to start. How does uh, if you were talking to a guy that you you got to have some money to come up here to hunt from the states? There's no really way around that. No, it's a unfortunately it, it is a it's expensive. It's hunt. expensive hunt. Yeah. But in the sheep world, a lot there's a lot of guys that do pretty well. That, I mean, if you're shooting PRSRL, you got some disposable income because it's an expensive sport. And there's a lot of guys that do do some pretty cool hunts. So in the sheep world. It is, doll is probably one it's of the cheaper the, it's hunts. It's the entry sheet. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, and to me, it's doll and stone. It's it's because of the the country they live in. I mean, they're, it's it's so gorgeous up here. Yeah. Um, you hunt them early, July, August, generally. Um, so just ballpark on these, pri- and they're going up because Alaska had a big die. A lot of sheep are dead in Alaska, yeah. really hard winters. And just demand is going to, these things are going to be going up. But right now, what are they? They're in the 30s? Yeah, so if, say, a guy was cooling today, he's probably going to get a 2025 doll sheep, and we're anywhere from 38 to 40 right now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going up. Um, what would you say to a first time guy coming up here? Fitness, gear, yeah, what do you, I mean, I mean it's, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so the, the, I always have an old saying, it's not my saying, it's just an old saying that you, you can't really prepare yourself other than the mountain prepares you right yep. um a lot of these guys come from the east coast or all over right where they might not have those mountains to train on yep um but anything you can do to do anything to train is better than nothing yep. um i really believe that yeah obviously physical is a big thing but it's it's what's your mental toughness that's that's sheep hunting if you can stay in the game you're gonna kill one and it doesn't matter how slow you're going, just keep walking. Yeah. I mean, just keep, just don't quit. Yeah, no. Yeah. And so, even, in, even in camp, there's a huge variety of people that we met, you know, this week that, I mean, everything from a middle-aged married couple probably didn't work out a day before their trip. It's a single girl that showed up doing everything on her own, nobody with her. I think she about died. And then there was a, yeah, I mean, she, she did have a hard time. She hurt um, me. But, I mean, all the stuff that we've done, the more you train, the easier it goes or if you're not even thinking about your body you're just focused on and it still hurts the animal the hunt you know you're staying focused you know the, if your body isn't in that then it just makes it easier and you can focus on what you're trying to get done yeah it's more it's basically more fun it's more fun when you can hike and you're not absolutely painful so what break decent pair of boots yeah you gotta have and good sorry for the wind again nate keeps covering his mic i was like it is what it is we're not going inside it's too nice out here so so decent boots what do you i mean any yeah, boots is so subject. Like I've I've run through so many different pairs of boots. You just got to find one that fits you and it's comfortable, and it has a waterproof membrane in it, right? Yep. We're crossing creeks and all that. It rains. Well, usually it rains a lot. We it's have, been a hot year. We this have year. not experienced rain. I think I've had on the first month being up here. I think I've had one day of rain. 
which is crazy. Like on the mountain. Like which it's it's rained at camp maybe three or four times. Yeah. But on the mountain, I put my rain gear on once in a month. Which is nuts. I put my rain gear on one year, that, like every day. Every day, yeah. Last year when we were up here, we put it. We, that's what we were up here for a few days and was wearing it that all the time. But um, so good pair of boots, break them in. Um, I mean, you could go. Ga- I usually wear gaiters a lot. Brush is wet. Generally, it's a little shorter brush, and gaiters can keep you pretty dry. Um, we didn't wear them much this because it was so hot and dry. Um, a good backpack. Uh, I like Kafaru. Nate likes Kafaru a lot. Uh, Stone Glacier, Mystery. I don't know some yeah, of those top yeah, backpacks. Yeah. It, but it is a backpack hunt. Um, and you need a you need a decent size. Like you don't want to bring anything like this thirty two hundred. Like yep. you need like a six thousand plus kind yep. of thing. Yep. Right? You, you, it just just even food takes up a lot of volume. Just those meals and everything. So a, a pretty decent sized backpack. Um, I don't how. There's no way. When you do big side hills, we side hilled for a few miles, like literally just walking. You're, we're walking. It was our going up on the right and down on the left, and your downhill foot, to me, the ball of my big toe, always just gets so hot on side hilling. And I don't know. I have a, a pretty steep hill at my house that I hike, and I didn't do as much this time. Just I ended up getting sick a couple weeks before this hunt, and I was dragging. And, and I just didn't hike as much as I normally do. And I tried to walk back and forth on that, but even, and that I just still doesn't do it. You can't. I can't side hill for miles. You can't prepare for it. No. I don't know. Do you tape your feet? You just get used to it. You just yeah. go. I mean, just, I don't know what to say. Just grind through it. I think. Yeah. Um, it's not fun. It's not comfortable, but yeah, you're gonna have to do it a lot up here. Yeah. Yeah. So so get in shape. Do the best you can. Whatever you can. You've been. You hit the. You hit the gym. You hit the gym a lot. Did. Um, I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of cardio, um, and then hiking. I was doing basically four days, four days a week at the gym for an hour with a trainer, and then I was hitting the the big hills behind my house, which I've got like a logging room system up behind the house, and I can I'll do an hour um, with a pack. I was doing probably for the first month almost every night, mm-hmm. and then started doing more gym. And then kind of stirring that up a little bit. But I didn't do like an hour every single night for 60 days. It was the gym. I got in 60. Yeah. But uh, it, was, it was a good combination. I feel like I kind of hit it pretty close. You don't want to bulk up and get all heavy because then you're dragging that weight with you too. And I have done that before. And that's that's not it's a fun just one. just legs and cardio. Yeah. So. You want legs and cardio and, and you know, lean down. and. So run th- well, I guess run through gear real quick. Guys are gearheads. They love that. So we went through good, good boots, whatever it is. And people ask about boots. Like you said, they're subjective. All boots fit different. So unfortunately, we can't say go buy this because some guys like some boots that I can't wear and vice versa. So yeah. you're going to have to figure your own boots out. But waterproof um, and a good, just a good mountain boot. Depends, good. When, depends yeah. when you're hunting sheep too is you, you can get the insulated or non-insulated, yep. right? Yep. I've, never, I've never enjoyed an insulated boot. I've always yep. run just on leather. Yeah. Yep. Well, you're then, talking good boots, like you know, we're not talking like hundred eighty dollars boots. We're talking four, or five, four, or five, six hundred dollars. We're talking nope. upper good end, what, Scarpas, Schnees. Um, There's crispy. a bunch, Crispies, Kenetrex, Lost Portivas. I mean, you guys know good boots. You guys, you, a lot of you guys hunt a lot, so you, just a good solid boot. Um, uh, then run through gear, tents. Yeah. So the, again, I enjoy when a hunter brings his own tent i don't share a tent just to let you know <laughs> you don't share your one man no nope. <laughs> you do just, sometimes just me and my dog with your dog <laughs> nate's got an awesome we didn't talk about your dog oh i didn't last year we hunted we were gonna do a podcast last year anyway he's got his dog maverick it's an awesome dog and didn't work out for him to bring it up this year just flights and stuff got he was gonna fly up on his own and then he had to fly, had to fly commercial so um anyway dog wasn't here so no no 
It's pretty, anyway. He's pretty epic, though. Pretty cool dog. Anyway, okay, so Tad's. Um, yeah, so bring your own tent. That's great. Uh, sometimes the outfit will supply one. Um, I think big ones is insulation, so a down jacket, down pants. Uh, down pants are, like, one of my favorite pieces. Yeah, puppy pants yeah. is what we call them. Yeah, yeah. Un- unbelievable. Then you got your rain gear, and then you get into your sleeping pad, uh, sleeping bag. Um, little little things like headlights, you know, uh, yep. knives. Um, your food, cup, spoon. spoon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we shared we shared a cup and spoon here for six, seven days. Ben forgot a cup and a spoon, so it worked out. Um, you just have to tip extra if you use a guy's cup and spoon the whole time. Yeah, right. and wash so, it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. You don't need a headlamp much early season, but you definitely need it later. Um, it stays light here a lot. Um, battery packs for your stuff. Keep camera. I don't know. There's. What are the things that like to we this we uh, we had a Hilleberg Nyack. It's a tent that I've always had a Hilleberg Enon. It's this little tiny coffin tent, and this year Ben found some Nyacks, and those things were awesome. If you get bad weather, it's nice to have a little bit more room. It feels like you're not just stuck laying literally in a coffin. Yeah, those we've and, always used those little bitty guys just because they were super light. And then and I so, have what four? It's four pounds. Is it? It's yeah. not. It's yeah. so light. It's, it didn't. I didn't feel like I was packing too much with a tent, and that wasn't. That was the best tent setup I've ever used. So I've, I think I've run a Nyack for like seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and I've been stuck on the Enon, which it's probably. I think it's like two pounds ten ounces. So, for for eighteen more ounces, I'll pack this anywhere because it's it's three times, maybe four. It's three or four times the tent that the little Hilleberg is the Enon. Anyway, so Hilleberg makes a great tent if you guys are looking. Um, Gun-wise, you guys know guns, just a good hunting gun. Um, we don't need to To give people an idea, too, on to weight, you. What, what, you know, a full load for a sheep hunt, you know, if you're going to go for six to eight days, you're probably yeah. back in between, what, 45 and 60 pounds yeah, on, your, I, on your back. Yeah, I always like to say, so whatever your gear weighs, like straight gear without food, is probably going to be in that 40 range, and then you add two pounds a day for food. Yep. So say you're 40 plus 12 pounds for six days, you're 50, low 50s. Yep. And before gun and water, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. This is kind of different the way that John and I are hunting this. I wouldn't say this is normal because if I showed up here by myself, I've got my spotter and my binos yeah. and rifle. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So the yep. way that we do it, because John and I try and hunt together as much as possible, I didn't bring two sets of binos. Well, you know, we didn't bring two sets of binos. We ended up we, sharing. We weren't like. We yeah. had, you know, we're trying to cut as much weight because John's got his camera gear up there too, which is heavy. Um, so we had between John and I, we had one spotter, one set of binos. And yeah, Nate took Nate, spotter. Nate had his, his I had my binos and I carried the gun, and um, it worked out. It worked out well. I mean, it was it was nice to split everything up, and I mean, those little eights would be pretty sweet to have. I yeah, think was, I so think you could get away with that. A little pair of binos, but it just depends, and that's that comes down to. I mean, if you're coming up on a sheep hunt, bring bring glass. You're gonna be if you're gonna be solo. We're kind of a little different situation, I think. Um, water filtration, you, we didn't do any. No, it depends. Yeah, it depends. So we did last year. <laughs> depends where you are. Yeah, <laughs> you can get some real gross holes, but but anyway, those are details you guys can work out. But pretty much, it's it's relatively warm. So some light rain gear. I did bring a base layer to sleep in because I just I didn't like my bare skin touching my sleeping bag because I was so dirty. So I I would it was warm, but I would still slide on these really like I'd put on these light long johns just to sleep I've in. I've used the silk liner for years. It's oh, that's a good super idea. Super nice. Yeah. That's a good idea. It weighs nothing. That's a good idea. Um, I brought up a little solar panel that actually worked pretty well. It's nice because the light's so long up here. It's it, I don't know what those weigh. They can't be that much, a pound or something. Yeah, but we kind of 
we'd take turns, plug a phone in, plug a battery pack. So that was actually really nice, and I didn't worry about having to run out of power or camera or, or your inReach. Definitely bring an inReach if you want to stay in touch. The, the Mini, either one of them, they work really, really well. I think that's the go-to right now. Um, any extras like that that you think of that are outside of the norm? I mean, um, iPhones are getting so good with cameras. You don't need to bring camera gear. I'm kind of a geek with that stuff. Um, iPhones are pretty stinking good. Yeah, they do. They Take work. some good good shots. They look good. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. You're not starting fires. You're just no sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, this year. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not the norm. But bugs, bugs are. You had a thermosol. Yeah, bugs can be bad. Bugs can be bad. Last year they were horrible. This year was great. But um, I don't know. That's that's that. What? So all these years sheep hunting. You're you're doing. You're also doing. Um, getting. You're also doing realtor stuff. You become a realtor last year, so you're getting pretty busy with that. Where do you where do you live? Vernon, British Columbia. So if you yeah. need to sell a house and you're in Vernon, Vernon <laughs> British Columbia, call Nate. Yeah. He'll sell your house. 7 BC. Just yeah. call me. Yeah. yeah. And also if you're a relatively wealthy uh, single uh, female, <laughs> uh, you call him as well. And, or look him up on Instagram. Nate French 7. Nathan French. Nathan French 7. <laughs> Follow him anyway. Even if you're a straight male, he's got cool <laughs> pictures. So uh, do that. Um, um, what any? I don't even know what. What? what uh, anything that sticks out over the years? Some of your favorite hunts? Have you killed some? You've killed? Been on some big sheep? Um, uh, anything that sticks out? Crazy? Um, I would say always the toughest hunts are always the funnest at the end of the day. Yep. It's type two fun, right? It's yep. it sucks when you're in it, but the memories are always way better when you, yep. after it's done. Um, and so that's just that's a whole part of keeping you, your mind in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I love yeah. the hunts. What was it you had? So, getting a getting a rocky up here as a resident, fighting the crowds. Indeed. What's the success rate? They say so. Basically, the the rumor is that for years in British Columbia, like we used to be able to hunt um, over the counter for bighorns yep. and stone sheep. We still can for stone sheep. They just closed um, bighorns to limit the entry. Yep. But for years, it was over the counter and they would say resident harvest success was anywhere from two to three percent okay we'd kill about 25 to 30 bighorns this season and that was including outfitters too oh what well, we including and yeah. that's 20 about 2500 tags to somewhere yeah there. it's so hard because like yeah. i can buy it we just we can buy a sheep tag it's not spe- uh, s- specific to uh, stone or bighorn or doll yep. right yep. Um, but you know, if you look where the tags are sold, like a lot of the Southern BC guys, mm-hmm. it's like 2000 tags are sold. They're going to go after a big one yep. sometime yep. in the season. So, so tiny, tiny success rate. Um, and outfitters are anywhere from 50 to 80% success. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you killed a, speaking of type two fun, um, I know a little bit about this, huh? but you killed a, you killed a good, a big Ram yes. solo. So 2020 is when everything shut down. I didn't have a job. So, um, the sheep were in trouble and I went, <laughs> I went hunting for myself. Um, I've put some time in for big horns for myself, but I always was generally just kind of a weekend warrior because I was busy guiding. Yep. So you'd sneak out for four days and I've passed, like I'm picky for my mm-hmm. own stuff. And I've passed lots of legal rams. I was looking for something that, yep. you know, I might only shoot one or two big ones in my life. So yep. something that I'm going to be proud of. But yeah, I, I went in on like August 28th, opener is September 10th, and just hit a bunch of countries, scouted, um, got attacked by a grizzly bear. Uh, <laughs> like legit, like big 
bruised up, yeah, got ran over by yeah, Grizzly Bear. Yeah, Ma- Maverick saved my life in that That's one. That's his dog. That's another story. That's a good one. Um, but yeah, I found this ram on September 9th uh, in a basin and then dropped down into this ugly, well, I dropped down into the basin. It was like a 3,000 feet drop. Oh. I did it in the dark. I, wait, I watched them. They were right on Skyline. Watched them till dark and dropped down with red light. I didn't even turn my headlight on. I just went down straight okay. in the dark and, and, you know, hang on. It was steep. But anyways, got into yeah. the basin. Didn't even set up camp. I just got, got to a tree and just kind of snug, you know, snuggled up to a tree yeah. with my puffy on. Yeah. Um, the light broke and those rams, which I, I've hunted this basin quite a bit. I know what they do in there. And they came right down into the basin. And I was about 1,500 yards below them. Climbed up beside them. Wind was good. Got to... 360. Yeah. Peaked over. They were bedded there. Sat wow. on him. Maverick's blown. He sat. Just waited, waited, waited. Um, he stood up and done. Dude, that's, it's, it's hard to uh, convey the significance of, or how big a deal that is. It's a big deal. It's a it's, huge. And it was a big ram. It was. It was 175. Nice, yeah, nice which is, is just a, is a big ram. And but what's what's hilarious about it is I I knew it couldn't find him but there's a guy um, well it's several residents who hunt this general area yeah. um, and I just knew it just in the back of my mind I was like someone someone's gonna be in here too right? yeah. and you you don't see like there's just so many eyes in this in Bighorn country yeah um, there's no sort of secrets um, and as I shot. I saw, I saw this guy come over sky and I'm like ah I beat you that's thing, all right? I was gonna say because it's it's. <laughs> I don't like hunting like that, but you in that situation, there's no choice. It is what it is. You're going to have competition generally. That's yeah. uh, that's awesome. So but you then, had him beat by what? Not oh, very long. Five ten minutes probably. That's unreal. Um, and you're can, way back in there. It's not like you're. It's not like it's a ten minute walk off a road. No, no, it was fourteen miles. Um, Backpacking fourteen miles. So I had at the end of the day, I had the sheep and my all my camp coming out, and took me over a day to get out, and. This is a no bullshit number. Cause and this is uh, this is real. I trust him. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I will say I'm not a bullshitter, thank, <laughs> thank, thankfully. But um, I haven't made I haven't weighed packs truthfully many times. Um, you kind of guess over the years just doing it so much. But we actually put a scale on this one. It was 189 pounds. It just I can't for 14 miles. I can't eat. In, rough miles. in rough, like blow down, rocky, cliffy, and no one knows. Like I could pick, I could put one in it. I, I give my buddy a backpack. I, so, get, I give him a piggyback ride. And he weighs two hundred. So you can't even begin until you. So the the, men, <laughs> the mental side of it is, I was I was probably five minutes from leaving everything on the mountain. Yeah. Like I I was quitting sheep hunting. Yeah. That's how pissed and sore and it was terrible. It was ter- I would never do it again. Well, that's what I said. But yeah. look at me here. So I've only I've done some one. I didn't put them on a scale. I know they're over a hundred. I don't know. They were not that. I w- over a hundred, one ten, one twenty. That stone sheep was, it was heavy, and I was it. Is, it hurts so bad, but it's still some of me. I don't know that type two. I don't know why. I just love that. <laughs> you it's hate gross. it, and then you gross. love it. It's gross. It's the best memories. But that's a. I mean, that's. I don't know what the equivalent of this, but it's just, it's hard to convey the significance, the, but that's a cool story. And that's an insane amount of weight. I can't yeah, even. Yeah. I've never tried to strap that much on. I won't, I won't do it again. No, it's not it's good not, for it's you. Not no, it's not healthy. But I, do, I can't believe. Yeah. But do you want to do, do you want to do two heavy packs or do you want to do one? That's the really, problem. Really, really heavy pack. <laughs> Dude. Cause yeah. Cause two pack, you're still, it's still heavy. It's still super heavy. When you get 
to me, when you hit 75, it sucks. It sucks. Shoot, it's, uh, it's all heavy. I mean, I like a f- if you can be 45 to 55, it's you can cover ground. But when you get 65, 70, it's, uh, it's starting to get heavy. Like even like on this hunt, you and I were probably in those high 50s, like starting. Yeah. And just yep. watch what happened to us when we put 12 pounds on the water. It's yeah. crazy. Like, it, it, like, like it's just like we yeah. were just like slops. I I I put I scaled mine. I put a luggage scale on mine uh, before we left. I was curious. I, was I fifty two without the gun? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you're sixty with the gun. So right? I was. Right? Yeah. You know, it's heavy bipod five twenty five. So yeah, sixty three. Yeah. Probably. Uh, no, no. It's a ten pound gun with the bipod. So six sixty two. And, and then you throw on the water. Yeah. And you put 14 more on there, then you're 76. It's a big difference. And it's it's a night and day just adding. When you start adding 10 pounds at that level, I can't even fathom 190 or whatever. I'm kill myself. Yeah. But anyway, that's cool. But you've done, um, you've been on some, I mean, some big dolls. We, we killed a, I mean, we didn't say anything. The doll we killed is great. It's a it's 160s type of ramp, just over 160. Probably, yeah. probably will net out just 59 and three quarter or something. I mean, right at 160, which is just a giant for. It's a, it's just a great doll, so that was really fun. But you've been on some sixty fives and some seventy twos. That I mean, that is unhurt. That's just an absolute giant. So yeah. some big sheep. Do you have what's your favorite sheep to hunt? I I, I have to say the territory. It's just it's where you hunt them, and I think the territory just wins. It's I, it's I, my favorite place to come. Yeah. And you've you've hunted. I've hunted everything everywhere. Yeah. yeah I think the only place like if if we breakdown species the only i haven't hunted the lower 48 um yeah. i've hunted everywhere in mexico other than tiburon it's okay. the only, only okay. place i have been i've been on Carmen. i've been on the baja oh I, okay. i've been on mainland everywhere um hunted alberta i've hunted bc i've hunted the yukon i've hunted i haven't done alaska yeah so anything canadian sheep i've done canada um, mexico and that it's funny because you talk to the, the the guys that are real into it and that's kind of the rotation that rotation you explained earlier yeah the guys that are the, the guides that are hitting the hard they kind of just they follow that migration of guides. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to seasons. think of like if I if I had to handpick like three sheep that like stick out. There's yeah. there's probably a few like there's that one doe um, that made the wild sheep front cover. We we an unreal stalk got into twenty yards, shot off a cliff. It fell into a creek, and the pictures are in the, the creek. Oh, I've you showed me those pictures. Yeah, it's like a forty-one inch, one sixty-six doe, just an yeah. absolute giant, Four, fourteen years old, like just unreal. That one sticks out 14? just because just of the store oh and the bow hunt. Like the bow hunt was unreal. It's a super good friend of mine, like That's unreal so hunter. Cool. And then I did a 169, 16 year old stone sheep. Holy smokes. And at the time, I don't know. 10 remember. is old for if, if you guys, like that's 10 was like, hey, good 10 year old ram. 16's unheard of. At the time, the buyer just said it's the oldest recorded ram killed, the stone sheep. Wow. Um, yeah, so that was kind of cool. Um, then, that's crazy. And then obviously just some big rams is cool to be a part yeah, of, right? Yeah, yeah. Huh. So what's, uh, do you, what are you, you, I mean, you hunt sheep so much. Do you have any other species you like? Do you do uh, much of anything else? Do yeah, you I've, I've done lots of goats too. And yeah, that's true. I've done that's lots true. of caribou and moose. And yeah, like when, when you're sheep hunting, there's always guys with tags in their yeah, pocket, right? Sure, done tags, lots so of goats. Good. Goats is, goats are underrated in my opinion. They're, they live in harder country than sheep a lot of times. Yep. Yeah. They're harder to judge, that's for dang sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you yeah. pretty good at that? I'm I'm all right, yeah. Um, <laughs> goats are tough. Yeah. Huh. No, that's awesome. Um uh, I'm trying to think of any other any questions you could think of from perspective of guys coming into this or anything like just get up here and do it. 
It's, yeah, I, I mean, it's addicting. It's this is your third trip up here. It's a, it's unreal. The first thing people always ask, you know, hey, what's your favorite spot? John's instantly Northwest Territories. It's it's. I always say I've been, there's a so there's some really cool hunts, but I'm like the, the Northwest Territories will never not be on that list. I don't know if it's number one, but it feels like it. It's just the terrain up here is so. So the way it all goes down is fun. Riding in choppers is amazing, uh, but the terrain is just—it's uh, hard to beat. And Mid- there's a, there's a lot of animals too. Midnight sun's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's hard to go to sleep. I'm sitting there taking pictures at eleven thirty, uh, twelve. I mean, last year we were here a week or a week earlier, and I don't think it, we were packing that sheep out at four. I was looking at pictures. I thought we got back to camp at two, no, and was, the timestamp was four thirty. Yeah, yeah, no, it was late. Yeah, so we and hiked it, all night. It, like we didn't need a headlamp. It no. just kind of broke dusky. But we could see still clearly. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like evening when the sun's you know, but it's four in the morning and then it just comes back up. So that's all that. To, it's just a cool experience. You guys are just uh, if you can if you can do it, do it. And and it is a lot of money, but man, I can, the prices is like what Stones have done is just. Well, Stones are eighty to hundred now. And they were thirty a couple of years ago when I started. They were under thirty. Yeah, like twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. yeah. And now they're 80, 100. It's just, it's like everything. You got groceries are, I mean, just like everything's going supply up. Primers, bullets, as you guys said, everything's going up. And then definitely supply and demand. But, um, yeah, I don't know. What's your, so your plans? Go home for a little bit? Come back up for yeah, a combo just, hunt? Uh, yep. Just got to run home, do some real estate. Um, I'm just skipping one hunt and I'm back up here in 10 days. Yeah. Yep. For a, actually a friend of ours coming up for a, a moose, caribou, sheep combo. So, yeah, I'm good luck to jared so um yeah i don't know anything else you guys want to hit before we wrap yeah. it up i just want to say thanks for all the support from everybody that's been kind of following us for the last couple of years chasing the 29 just yeah. a huge milestone to knock that out complete it tons of messages calls yep. you know just guys giving shout outs that's been that's been really awesome so thank all you guys for doing that yeah for sure it's fun a lot of you guys ask at the shoes how close are you how close has been what's going on so it is fun and then and then ben doesn't do social because he's smart <laughs> And uh, so, like I post, you guys see posts where I share sheep on it's like, and Ben, you know, got this, and, and you guys are like, oh, congrats, and get a lot of congrats, pass on to him, he appreciates that, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, it's fun having guys follow along. And, yeah, and, uh, no, it's really fun to share what, you know, what we're doing, we've just always kind of done this just for ourselves, and then it was surprising to me a couple of years ago that people were even interested yeah we did the first podcast a long time ago and just like people listen to that i was like yeah like yeah, there's no, like, was like 10, like, downloads on that one i was, I was like was a i was like what people actually want to hear us talking about <laughs> what we're doing after work yeah but so, anyway no it's that's been really really fun to be able to share that and uh we're not done yet we still got john's to push through and we're we're making progress so yeah stay tuned on yeah, uh on the next on couple stops the 700 <laughs> Yeah, that's my. I guess that's my next goal. Now I'm the 700 Club is the combined score of all four sheep species. Yep. And um, we're really, really close with with Ben's the rocky that we got. I don't. We, we don't know because right now they're green. You have to go through a 60 day drying period. Um, I'm probably just a couple inches light. Um, and and may uh, we'll see. It's going to be really close. I don't anticipate hitting it. But that makes it kind of fun because He's like then six, we can queue up another six ninety eight or six ninety seven. Who knows? Yeah. But anyway, seven hundred is it's like killing four giant, really, really good rams. All four rams. So it's it's. Do you, it's they, tough do you know how many people are in that? I don't, but it's a hard number to reach. It's a very can, every sheep has to be big. Yeah. 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 So the number of people that have made it into the seven hundred club is probably thirty. I don't know. I, don't know I, I wouldn't even begin to say it's. It's not a ton. It's a really, really small number. You have to have a, a almost a book sheep in every species, right? 
Well, I mean, technically, it's 180 Rocky, 180 Desert, 170 Stone, 170 Doll. Yeah. And the 70 Stone and 70 Doll are insane. So you you kind of average out. You try to get a bigger desert. He just got a, he just got a giant Rocky. Or is it 185? No, it's 180, I think. Anyway, it's he just got that big Rocky. So now you got a little leeway to go here and there. But you'll... If you went and rehunted deserts pretty hard, I think yeah. you think you. Yeah, if we jump got in a, there. if we got a one, even like a one eighty one to one eighty three desert, yeah. I think we'd we'd have we'd have some cushion. Yeah. So like we've talked about before. Ben's super goal oriented and orientated, and he's like, "Hey, I'm right there." So that's kind of the next thing we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's kind of bit. fun. I think I think getting your twenty nine wrapped up is probably a higher priority than the seven hundred. Be fun. Um, we need to get Sitka knocked out for John. So when we're we get home, we'll regroup and maybe. Tail pull that off for this fall uh, we got a couple different options that's nice because that's a cheap one yep. low pressure I'm, I'll probably hunt too we'll, yep. we'll get multiple tags and Nate's uh, gonna come with us so yeah Alaska. just see maybe he's Shop. never hunted Alaska no let's do it kinda, you'd be like these are just little deer do they accept like, a British passport I don't know they might they might mock your accent just like, hey what is this I was telling me from Australia a bottle of water a bottle of water <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to so, say too that the ma- <laughs> like the magnitude of shooting a one sixty doll sheep is yes, huge. Yes. Like people forget. Like I know one seventy's book. Those don't ex- it, it, don't, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Not with a doll. Nope. A one sixty doll sheep is is a big big sheep. Big sheep. And I've I've killed a lot of them. So yeah. I mean doll sheep, not one sixty. But I've yeah, a lot of sheep. Yeah. a ton. And there's you've killed a handful of big rams, but yeah, it's definitely the. I I I wish I wish I knew how to relate like. What's a 160 doll to a, a big white tail? But uh, some of the areas, like a lot of these guys are in Georgia, so a big white tail is like some of those areas, like a 140 white tail is giant, 150 white tail. Yeah. So it's hard to it's put a, a number on. Like it's, I don't know if it's a 200 inch mule deer or 220 inch mule deer. I was, was going to say that one. What's what's book for mule deer? Uh, 190, it? isn't it? Yeah, 190. I should know that. I think I it's think 190. It's 190. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm probably, sure. I don't know. I yeah, it's hard. <laughs> I think it's harder than that because. There's just there's some private land mule there where the guys are like hey there's some we got some one well, like, it's hard to, it's hard to even it's a it's a big sheep it's a good sheep it's just a good like there's 200 sheep in the territories that probably get killed a year just in Northwest Territories that's not yep. the Yukon Alaska and I would say in the last 10 years so that's 2,000 sheep I may have legit known of three or four real dried 170 rams. Wow, that, out of two thousand. That a sounds mag- right. There's yeah. a magnitude of one seventy. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know the number for one sixty, but in yeah. in in the ten years I've guided in the territories, I've guided maybe twelve to fourteen one sixties plus. Yeah, so well, one and a half one sixties a year ish. Yeah, kind of. And you do what do you do? Eight to twelve doll? No, no dolls. No. I do four to six. Depending on the six. depending on the year. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty cool. So definitely, a, just a solid. That was kind of the goal. We kind of had the goal. I I got lucky and I hit that number last year. And my a totally different look. I kind of had that fancy ram tipped out. I don't know what you call it. Just kind of a fancy looking ram. And your bins carried the mass. I'll post a picture on Instagram. You guys can see it. But just really carried that mass. Um, big bait had fourteen inch bases and just was a really cool ram. Just different looks. It's fun to see the, the rams score the same 
with a with completely different looks. Yeah. So it's kind of a, yeah. I'm excited to get that thing mounted up. It's it's a neat look. It it's looks real a lot like my big stone. Yeah, I got a big yeah. stone sheep, you know, about five, six, seven years ago, and no. it looks like a white version of that one. Just the way it lays out, it's really, really cool. Right. So super stoked with what we got, how we got it. Just the whole trip came together, and yeah, it was very yeah. cool all the way around. Super happy. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to close out on? Cool. Yeah, right. That about wraps it up for for now and until the next yeah. next adventure we'll try to do more of these guys ask and it's fun to do them so anyway nate super appreciate it man yeah. you're fun to hunt with that was a lot of fun yeah Had that was great time. nice work thanks Had a good time so congrats ben thank you that was pretty yep. unreal week you knocked out the 29 got a great doll and just uh, it was actually a really fun week and pretty relaxing all the way around we worked hard but it was uh stuff's going pretty good at home and everything was a really good time sitting out here and staring at this lake so Anyway, thanks, guys. We'll see you to shoot here soon. Talk to you later.